lads we have a treat for all you boys and girls we have a treat we have a sunday treat after mass treat <laughs> your sunday after mass treat stick around till the end to hear something good Ooh, to hear something very good but you have to listen to our last episode or not like the episode it's episode number seven madra vianetta you have to listen to that first before you can hear, before you can get your lovely, delicious treat, because it contains references to that podcast, to the content of that podcast, so you might get it. You're fucking lad! What's up? <laughs> What's well, the story? Did Santi come? Look at us. Is it too late I to ask that if Santi came? Well, it's only a month later, like. Yeah, I think people are still buzzing off Christmas. I don't know. I'm kind of distanced from Christmas now. I'm glad she's gone. Yeah, yeah. Is Christmas more of a he holiday? Are we going to gender it? I think it's more of a he. I mean, come on. Like, mm. it is. Like, that's why we have Null of the Mon. Yeah, this is true. Give yeah. us a day. Just give yeah. us a day. I love Null of the Mon. Come here. Today is a bit Christmassy, don't you think? There was an owl sprinkling. Mm-hmm. If it, Like, someone had icing sugar snow. Yeah. And said, I'm going to dust it across the air. It was icing sugar snow. It wasn't, like, yeah. anything more. Because it's gone now. It's essentially melted. Kobe was out in the garden last night and it was snowing and Dad had him out. And he was just there, like, <laughs> sorry to the ASMR <laughs> moment. But he was eating the snow as it was Lapping falling it on up. his little nose. He was like, this is gas. <laughs> just like your little gowl. Doggos in the snow is the best thing ever we used to lose tiny in the snow because white and white oh, bless and we her. had luna as well she was hiding yeah <laughs> she was like finally get away from me i went out this morning with the old film camera and i filled half a roll of snowy pics oh my god i'd love to get yeah. into that and i'm going to use them for christmas cards i think i'm already prepping for christmas because just your flat out we've nothing else to do only 11 months to go molly get your shit together <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm getting stressed already. Stop oh, jeez, go away. But we're in, um, we're in 2021's first and hopefully final lockdown. Yay. Yeah, pandemic Yay. is uh, baiting us around the gaff. Come here. It I, is a little bit. I think this lockdown is the heaviest of all and it feels like a chastity belt. I feel that, yeah. On life. Yes. <laughs> there's no living right now because there's a chastity belt on life. This is true. But we're all doing our best. We're all getting through it. I mean, because the first one was March and April kind of time. So it was a bit, you had a bit of sunshine. You had a bit of, you yeah. had a bit of, you know, and that really helps. I find the darkness is a struggle. But the cold. Here, do you notice, do you notice a bit of stretch in the evenings? Ah, you do. This is it. There is a bit of a stretch in the evenings. God bless. The Grand Isle Stretch. There's a Twitter page, the Grand Isle Stretch. So every oh, day they unreal. tweet and be like, the Grand Isle Stretch was three minutes, four minutes it started at this time and it ended at this time and they have it to the second. I love that. Yeah. And oh, obviously they take a bit of a they take a bit of a break around Christmas time because it's yeah. dark all the time. No stretching um, so then. It, so when they came back a couple of weeks ago their tweet got like a million retweets. Everyone was like Yeah! Oh, the stretch is here! Woohoo! The stretch is back! Yeah. Um, speaking of Twitter look at me doing my little segue. Hello um, promo. We, we have a Twitter. We have a Twitter now. She's a bit lonely, lads. Yeah. That's she's okay. a, she's come in from primary school to secondary school and none of her primary school friends are in her class. And she's sitting on her own in the back. Like, will anyone So take be her under your me? wing. Offer her a hang <laughs> sandwich and say, listen, I'll be your friend. Come here. How are you getting on with your Star Wars? Oh, I watched episode one there the other night and I was watching episode two last night. 
So talk me through episode one and two. What happens? Is Ray there? Is Luke Skywalker there? It's early is Baby days. Yoda there? What's going on? It's early on? days. Okay. I finished the Mandalorian the other night. Fucking loved it. Mandalorian is class, lads. Yeah, I watched it over Christmas. And episode one or two, one and two are before the four, five, and six. So four, five, and six happened first. Right. They were made first, and then they did one, yes. two, and three. So one and two and a half. I've only got to one and two so far, but they're the story of Anakin, and Anakin turns out to be. Darth Vader later on. A bit of a ride. Yeah, a bit of a ride, all the same. But he's also, <laughs> also though, he's a bit of a pain in the arse. Like, he is toxic masculinity isn't he, isn't he in pure, my view. Like, he's pure, like, moody. Yeah. Moody and like, oh, I hate sand. That's, yeah, exactly. He's like, I hate sand. Mm. And this, he's all after this princess lady. And the princess is like, listen here, you take six meters away What's from me. What's her name again? I can't remember. But it's all right. Because she has. It's Leia's mammy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, 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 yeah. She's also a bit stunning. She, oh, she's a bit stunning all the same. She's gorgeous. But it's just like he's, he has notions and she's like, don't be looking at me like that. And he's pure looking at her. And she's like, don't be doing that. And he's pure doing it. Like, do you know what I mean? It sounds like it sounds like a small town romance. It is. It's a small town romance in a galaxy far, far away, Mo. God bless. <laughs> <laughs> and how are you finding it? Like, I know, like when my brothers or if me fella are having a bit of a nerdy, nerdy time and they want to go watching the Star Wars and they're like, come on, Molly, we'll watch the Star Wars. I find the it a Star bit Wars. hard to sit down and enjoy it just because it's so old and... You see that acting is a bit questionable. Like, it is. It is a bit like the what's I think the second one, the first one is two thousand and two. So we're talking early two thousands are these three, let's say. Y two K baggy jeans. You know well. Wasted. You know well. Yoda's bopping Mariah around, Perry. but Yoda isn't like the original kind of puppet that says in four, five, and six. Yoda is um, he's made on the computer. He's he's made on the computer. He's an animation. Oh, yeah, and I don't like that. I love the kind of originality of having him as a little puppet. There's more kind of texture there, yeah. if you know what I mean. I'm getting into like cinema texture, what am I like? But I feel there's more know, more of a grit. More of a grit there. Do you know what I mean? But seeing and him animated. Yeah. Where he has none of that yeah. in the other ones. And it's just a bit cheesy, I think, these ones are. And I'm just like, hmm. And come here with uh with baby Yoda territory. Yeah. Isn't Baby Yoda is a puppet as well, isn't he? In some parts, yes. And then his kind of movement and his motion would be, I think it's animated. He wouldn't be 100% puppet, but he would be, there's a little puppet sitting there when the other chap is acting. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, oh, fuck. he could do no wrong. No. I think there's something, there's something about his eyes. He's just got so much humanity in his yeah, eyes. I love him. Like without giving away any spoilers, but you've seen the ending, right? And how amazing yeah. it was. Yeah. Tears. I was tears. in bits. I went down to the dogs for a chat after I watched it. I watched it up in my room and then I had to go down with Doesn't the dogs. Doesn't it make you really want to love your doggos or like yeah. love your something, your your pet? But he's not a pet. He's got a lot of like autonomy at the same time. Oh, absolutely. Time. You know, he's a powerful little creature. He really is. Come here. Speaking about dogs, I had the maddest notion last night that I thought I need to talk to Misha about. Go this, for right? it. So, okay. One first notion. It's a level down from the following notion. So I'm preparing. We're going in steps. Great. We're going in baby steps. Okay. I'm preparing you. Thank you. Warm up. Did you ever want to open a dog sanctuary or work with dogs or just like be a dog savior? Absolutely. Jesus of dogs. The Jesus of dogs. Yeah. Jesus. There was a time where like our house was a bit of an animal sanctuary because we take in rescue horses. Yeah. Um, We haven't done rescue dogs. We've had a few cats that were thrown in black bags over the fence. And stuff like that. What? Yeah, people just... Are you serious? Kittens, kittens, two baby kittens. I think, yeah, they were gorgeous. 
and they were thrown in a ah these guys like cats just fuck them in the garden like but what? We, we're not cat people like we wouldn't we'd never be cruel to a cat but we don't we don't keep cats because we've always had like big yeah. dogs cats and dogs get along just not wymaners and dobermans not big fans of cats in mm. my experience but that's just me yeah. maybe there is there's a doberman out there that has a cat best friend love to see us anyway <laughs> but yeah these two little kittens get in touch we're in fairness pod <laughs> let, let me know i want to see it cool um i saw a doberman that was best friends with a parrot online the other day and i was like class love it oh cute 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 anyway these two kittens were thrown over the wall in an old black bag and it was only that i w- it was in the backfield and we wouldn't go down there much it was just i heard these two little cats meowing and I was like Jesus what's that yeah. I thought it was a, little, a lost cat because one of the neighbours said a few days ago they'd lost their cat and I was like I wonder was there a lovely cat the cat's name was Marmalade which I loved I was like is Marmalade in my backfield is that's what's going on but when I went looking for Marmalade there was two little kittens in a black bag being like Misha help us out and I was like pals and they got, we had them for a few weeks and they got rehomed to one of mom's friends and that was fine but I was like Jesus Christ are you that desperate to get rid of these two little yeah. kittens that you wouldn't bring them to a shelter instead of just fecking them over my back wall like yeah, animal cruelty is one thing like I would consider myself relatively tough skinned but animal cruelty is just oh, something no. that I Mm-mm-mm. oh it really 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 hurts me but yeah. come here like I one of my you know when you're a kid you have all these mad notions of like the jobs that you want to have oh I was all there. for a dog sanctuary absolutely yeah me too I was like ma'am it's happening I'm going to yeah. use our land I'm going to build like big kennels and I'm going to rescue dogs and cats and horses and they're all going to be mine like every stray out there is going to be mine yes <laughs> before like my prefrontal my prefrontal cortex or whatever that part of your yeah. brain at the very front fully developed I would cry every time I saw a stray I would just think I still do now human? mine hasn't developed do you? I'm like oh god yeah or I'm, I'm, yours you... has developed you're just a highly sensitive person as this is very true yes this is very mm. true but like any kind of animal that's having a hard time like oh my god yeah. like even we'd see like dogs inside the road myself and I would always stop and just stay with them for a minute and be like are you alright mm. and most of the time these mm. are little dogs that are just like yeah I'm grand I was going for a walk I'm on my way home and you're like alright see you later pal because most of the time they yeah, collars the dogs... and tags and they know where they're going yeah. you know yeah, the dogs who walk themselves, like, I want to trust them. Yeah. And I do, but I'm also worried for them, you I'm know. like, where are you off to, pal? Where are you going? Do you know where you're going? Do you know how to keep in from the cars? Yeah. Do you know? Okay. Are you all right? And they're yeah. like, listen, ma'am, I'm grand. <laughs> I'm grand, ma'am. Let me go. <laughs> I'm grand, man. Can I take a wee second to say happy birthday to someone? This yes! makes me sound very Today FM, but I do want to say... Woohoo! Today is the... Shit, what date is it today? The 23rd, right? Yeah. I don't take account of dates anymore. I'm sorry. I knew, I knew, this, one, I knew this day was her birthday. I, was, I just wanted to make yes, sure. Yes, whose birthday is it? Tell me. <laughs> today is Casey Keane's birthday. Yay. I don't know about you, but she is feeling 22. Yay, Casey. Happy Yay. birthday, Happy birthday. Gal. You're not going to be listening to this on your birthday. It's going to be a couple of days after your birthday. But still, I just want to make you know that I was saying happy birthday to you. Yay. Woo. <laughs> Hooray. Happy birthday. Yay. And um, also one more little thing Go that on. I would love to do, if that's okay. Um, so my third, not they're not my third years. I keep calling them my You own them so all. So the final years, <laughs> they're my babies. I know, that's uh, that's patronising. They're not babies. They're amazing, talented adults. They are the final year students in the conservatory. Woo. The conservatoire of drama and music in Rathmines. And they're doing their final year show. Fair play to these lads. And... Because of COVID, the class of 16 has been split into two bubbles, eight and eight. Okay. And the way they're doing their show is a series of monologues, basically. So each actor is doing like a 10 to 15 minute monologue. The stories are all really cool and really unique and very, very topical. And 
just really, really fucking cool stuff. Yay. I watched one of the casts the other night and it was amazing. They're all doing different UK accents, so Scottish, okay. Welsh. Oh, tricky. London. I know. Well, I find accents tricky. But fair play. Where can we find these? Where can we watch these? So you can find them if you Google the, the, the Google the lock in, like okay. you know, a lock in. Wahey, but it's I N N, like an in. Like oh, I see. In. Cool. So Very the good. lock in eight as in the number eight or E-I-G-H-T. Um, if you Google that, you'll find it. Cool. And I think a ticket is like a tenner. Grand. Do Fair you know, that's, that's three chicken fillet rolls. God bless. Um, yeah, sit down, watch them, bring some live theatre into your home. I've been watching a lot of theatre online lately, Misha, mm-hmm. and I fucking adore it. Oh, it's so I have a theatre plug. That Yes, it is. On. Go on. So, um, I am thinking of Manifest. It's one of the Trinner's debut shows that you do in fourth year. And our I lovely friend of the pod, Zara, is doing it. She's performing. It's a feminist moment. The gowns. An amazing patron. An amazing supporter. We love it. And the team Shout are all my lovely Zara. friends Can't and lovers. Costume design, set design, lighting design. Everyone's on the fucking ball with the show. It's class. Well I done, lads. Wait. What's the second part of your doggo question? So I was thinking... Do you remember that bit in 101 Dalmatians, like the old Disney animation? Yes. Where at the very beginning, there's dog walkers walking through London or whatever. Mm-hmm. And each of the dog owners has a dog that matches their aesthetic. Yes. <laughs> yes. So like the posh lady would have like a beautiful poodle and what I can't think of any more examples. I know what you mean. I'm yeah, thinking, yeah. I'm thinking, imagine asking someone the question. Now, I think it's a good question. What dog breed would best match your aesthetic? What dog would you be? What, what, hmm. I'd be a golden retriever. I see that. I was going to say that. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. Loyal, and friendly, like an ex- happy. an extra pale one because some of them have a bit of like strawberry blondness to them. Yeah. But no, mine would be like our Luna was pure white. She was like a vision. Um, not say- Not saying that I'm any way as pretty as Luna. She was stunning. I know, but that's what like my aesthetic would be closest to. I think that's know? your vibe, definitely. Um, and this is one that I've been saying for ages. But you know, Danny from the Coronas. Yeah. He would be an Irish grey wolfhound or a grey Irish wolfhound. Yes, or whatever I the see order it. Of words are. Yeah, because he's like. Yeah. Tall and skinny and like got the yeah. strong features and the do you know it's what the I kind mean? of curly it hair works. as well. Yeah, it's, yeah. I just as soon as you said, it, I was like, yeah, that's him. Anyways, come here. Do you have a story to tell the Buchali and Colin the oh, August non-binary about your jab, God. lads? Sit down, sit down for and a minute. And it's not the jab you're thinking. Are you are you standing up? Well, you better be. Sit- are you out for a jog? <laughs> Yeah, are you out for a jog? Sit well, down in the bush for a minute. Sit down in the bush. Are you out for a drive? Pull over. I don't care. Wait. Pull over. Put the hazards on. Put the blinkers on. God bless. <laughs> Sorry. So, on. so, I was, okay, this this story happens over about a week. So, you know, went in to get my bloods done with the LGP. You know yourself, having a check-in, having a check-up, checking it all out. God bless. I'm saying God bless a lot today. It's punctuating my sentences. That's the new full stop. It's the institutional conditioning. Misha. It really is. I can't help it. What am I like? <laughs> anyway, so bloods came back and they were like, Misha, you're very low in vitamin D. It's an emergency. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. And I was like, okay, what can I do? And they were like, it would take, you know, supplements too long to kick in. You need to get an emergency injection. And I was like, grand. But I was already shook. Exactly. Because I was... Background uh, effects. Yeah. <laughs> Traumatising the story. Beep, I... Beep. Beep. 
I really don't like needles at all at all. I know most people don't, but I'm not a fan of needles. And she was only talking two seconds ago about getting a tattoo. You know I was, but we're moving on. (laughs) (laughs) I brave it for the art. But anyway, so I was upset enough about getting the needle in my arm for my bloods. And that was fine. I mean, they nearly took all the blood out of my body, but we got over it. We were grand. (laughs) So then about a week later, I got the appointment to go and get my vitamin D injection. That was grand. I got up the morning. I was in a bit of a rush. So I just threw an L t-shirt on me thinking they're going to need easy access to my arm. Fine. Not a bother. Strolled in, said I'm here for my injection. They were like, Misha, sit down. I said, not a bother. Then the nice lady said, okay, come on in. Lovely bland lady having the chats. She said, well, how's things? You know, I took off my jumper, had my arm ready to go. I said, okay, there you are. And she says, let me get the old needle ready, not a bother. And it was only a small little needle. I mean, they probably have a lot of vitamin D in a small little jab. But anyway, that was grand. So I was there, kind of adjusted myself in the seat and put my arm on the table, looking over the other side of the room, thinking, just put it in, don't want the needle. Just go on, go on, quick, 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 quick. And she said, could you just stand up for me there? And I said, no bother yet thinking it was some kind of way of making it easier for the injection and she goes uh will you will you turn around i was like um okay she goes just drop your trousers for me there i was like ah for fuck's sake (laughs) (laughs) and my sister is a nurse and the whole time she was like i bet you you're gonna have to get in the arse and i was like no i won't i won't it'll be in my arm it'll be fine she goes no bet bet yet and it was in the side of my hip which wasn't my arse but jesus christ lads i nearly died that's real bony as well real bony there's big bones in that part of the and like Body. my bloods didn't hurt that much, but this little nip, this little prick oh. of an injection. Oh this my god! Prick. The, I was, I had to sit down for the day. My arse was so sore. Like, oh my god! <laughs> you <sighs> poor devil. So there you go. If you're ever getting a vitamin G job, just pre- be prepared. It'll probably be in your arse. God bless. Well, to be honest, vitamin D, vitamin D is very good for you, and we are all vitamin D de- deficient in Ireland yeah we are I was just in an old emergency and the nurse was so nice she was like what you need to be doing is getting out there in the bikini when there's a bit of sunshine you know lap it all in and I'm thinking love it's minus two outside what do you like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you but the sun for me is dangerous I can only do like half an hour intervals oh my god I get burned so easily about three pints but I get really bad sun exhaustion and I get really, really sweaty and I have to drink loads of water. And I really want to go to sunny places, especially yeah. when like Roni is gone and we can go places. I really want to go to like really hot climates and like just want to attack the southern hemisphere. Yes. Like not, <laughs> Invade. not before. Inve- <laughs> well, no, we're, well not, no. we're not here to take over. No, we're we're here to have a nice We're just time, here to you know? do it. God bless. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm devil for sunburn. I've always gotten really bad sunburn, so I get it. But I just want to be in the sunshine. That's it. Like, I just want vitamin D. Yeah. Take from that what you will. <laughs> <laughs> Come here. How was the last two weeks for you hormonally? Oh my God. If you're still, if you're about to walk up and get going mm-hmm. from that story again, sit back down, pal. Yeah, sit down, sit down. <laughs> Honey. It's a trying time. Take a seat. It's a trying time. What about yeah. you? Shark week. I know. Yeah. I've just been bristling. Yeah, I'm like a briar, literally. Like a briar. Now, the past two days, I've been kind of coming off it a little bit. I'm okay. I think I'm experiencing a drop in estrogen and maybe a bit of rise of progesterone. Um, progesterone is like real calm, and she's like, I got you. And estrogen is like, Woo! Ah! Woo! <laughs> you know, yeah. she's like a turkey. Um, <laughs> and yeah, just pure 
burn and rage. Yeah, I was just about to say it's absolute the rage, the rage of in me. God herself within me. This is it, and I'm not. I'm not really to be that upset about. Like everything's generally fine right now. It could be something so small. Oh, someone that could look at me funny. Piss you off. Yeah. It's just no, a look from like someone, and I'm like, what? But like, oh, the, like a really annoying thing about it is that I'm reading a really cool book at the moment called a new earth and it's all about like you know becoming aware of your thoughts and like not letting your thoughts govern your life and you know discovering your ego and how your ego basically fucks everything up for you because that's you know your thoughts interpreting the world mm-hmm. and so I was reading this and I'd sit down and read it for half an hour on my lunch break and be like ah that was lovely and I'll get up and I'll stub my toe and just be like oh! <laughs> fuck <laughs> you were lovely and tranquil and then it's all ruined Someone would do something, someone would walk in front of me and I'd be like, ah! and you know, with the whole social distancing thing yeah. as well, I'm even more fucking angered. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's justified though, because like, you know, you want to be safe, but just the fucking burn and rage. And I had to tell, I hope you don't look at me differently when I tell you this Never, story, Misha, go on. but I had to tell, I had to tell a loved one to stop talking. Oh my God. Yeah, I do that all the time. They're so used to me doing that. I was just, I just turned around in my dressing gown and I was cramping at the time. So I was a bit pale and I was just like, I really need you to stop talking because I'm going to fucking blow a fuse. I'm so sorry. I love you, but please shh. <laughs> yeah, no, I've had, I've had days like that. Absolutely. I have weeks like that and I'm just like, no, just need to be on my own. Totally fine. And, and women get it. Yeah. You know, they're like, okay, take all the time you need have some chocolate and my appetite oh, oh my god I ate the place ate out, of house, out of house and home oh my god I did that yesterday <laughs> you know oh it oh my god you know it girl <laughs> mum was like what did you do all day and I was like mum I just fucking ate and ate yeah. and, and that's just, really not like me at all and I know it's yeah. not like me but Kobe was looking at me and he was like girl what's the story and I was like <laughs> leave some for me <laughs> yeah this shoot like with two of us up watching Star Wars and I was just going through the fucking gaff yeah have you been watching anything yeah, except for Star Wars, have you been watching anything or reading anything cool? Oh, what have I been doing? Just stuff for my thesis, really, like nothing. Mm. Um, I do have the book that you recommended, and it's sitting there beside <gasps> me. Yeah. What's the power of not being? No, the what's it called? The courage to be disliked. Yes, yes. So I'm going to mm, I'm going to wait yeah. until the brain fog clears before I launch into that. Yeah. Oh, it's lovely, and it's it's an easy undertaking. Mm-hmm. Do you know it's not it's not hefty. Uh, that sounds a bit patronising. It's like, oh, Misha, it's easy. You'll no, I don't like, like I a hefty like, book. Sorry. I don't like a hefty book. I will put it down and leave it there. Have you seen anything? Have you read anything? I've been really into the true crime lately. So, yeah, listen to the West Cork podcast, right? Have you heard of it? No, what's it about? about? So two English reporters, right? They're looking into a case that happened in 96, 97. Okay where basically a French woman who had a house in West Cork. So West Cork would be like Galway's Connemara. It's really, really barren, really beautiful. Um, small, tiny little town. And this is this is the 90s, uh, a town called Skull. Yeah, barren little town. Everyone knows everyone. And mm. it's the 90s as well. So you don't have the internet, you know, the, you know, not a lot of cops. Like things are really chill. And she's murdered. <gasps> dun, dun. And um, yeah, there's just so they still haven't found who've who've done it. Now all fingers point to one suspect, but there is literally zero hard evidence against him. And people have just been racking their brains for decades, being like, "Who the fuck did it?" And these reporters, amazing people. 
they managed to get in touch with literally everyone, like the fella who owned the pub, the f- person who owned the clothes shop. They interviewed fucking everyone who knew anything. Solid. And it was just so entertaining and it was so well done. And they had so many cool soundscapes. So you really oh, Is this a real there. story? Is it based on something that really happened? Oh, girl, it happened. Oh, shit. It happened. And you were there thinking, I can figure it out. I know who did it. No, but listening to it, like before you get to the end and before they wrap everything up, uh, I'm literally there like, let me down there right now. Put me in the car. Bring me down there. I'll fucking find you the killer. I'll find you. Because you're all like, oh, I really want to know who did it. But then mm-hmm. like it ends with like, you just can't know. And there was so much controversy with the guards at the time because yeah. they really, really wanted this one guy to be the killer because he was so annoying and he wasn't a nice guy. And like, it was like, you can't really do that. Like you can't point all fingers to one person. You have to be fair. Yeah, but uh, Louise O'Neill wrote her latest novel inspired by it, so I kind of wanted to listen to that yeah. before I I read the book. Let's talk about Big Mouth. Woo! Yeah. Woohoo! Woohoo! So you watched? Um, when did you watch season four? I watched it on the 4th and 5th of December because it came out on the 4th and I watched it in two days. <laughs> yeah. What a woman. It's class. But it's oh. so easy to do that. Yeah. It's just, it's, I think it's a really easy watch. And I was tipped off that they had a character called Misha and I was like, class. Yeah. Misha was a bit like, like I love, I love you, but Misha was scary. Yeah, she was a little like bit frightening. Because for the first two <laughs> seconds, she's like, I'm Misha. And I was like, yes. Finally, my work yeah, and dedication of talking about the show. And everything, yeah, and she was a little so fringe. Cute. And I was like, yes, yeah. this is my girl. And then she started humping a couch. And I was like, not my girl. Not my girl. <laughs> no. She was nearly assaulting Nick. I was like, whoa. Yeah, there's a lot going on. That's where I had to walk away. Read and I was the like, no, room. Can't relate to her anymore. No, thanks. Yeah. Not, not here for it. Okay, so spoiler alert. We may give away some spoilers. So it's an accident. There's a character called Misha. Whoops. There's a character. <laughs> Um, but just in case, like when we talk about it a bit more, we give away something. Sorry, not sorry. But um, who's your favorite character? I have a soft spot for Coach Steve. He lives in my oh, heart really? all the time. I love that man. Oh my god, I love that man. I can see, and he's really funny, but sometimes he really annoys me. Yeah, but he just oh, he just he's a man after me own heart. Like I love Connie as well. <laughs> And the depression kitty oh. has been living on my shoulder for a long time. And then I saw the anxiety mosquito and I was like, these are my two friends and they're on the show. Yeah. How, did they, how did they interview my two best friends up, oh. on the, up on the screen there now? They did it so well. Mm-hmm. Like even to like manifest those two things into yeah. animals. They did really, really well. It's so cleverly done. Yeah, absolutely. They they really scared me. It's one of those shows that, you know, it's, it's so real and it's so deep and meaningful. Mm-hmm. And... It, obviously hilarious yeah but then there's moments where I literally feel the fear of God in me being like oh yeah. my god like when the cat like sits on her chest and she's like you don't want to go nowhere today sweetie and Jesse's and like, like yeah like, no oh. thanks yeah. and then the anxiety mosquito is just like oh my god everyone hates you it's just like ah! <laughs> no do you know who I love go on I love the shame wizard <gasps> I despised him and then I rewatched it and I was like this guy is actually okay but no, I, he made me so angry the first time I saw him. And then I kind yeah. of sat with me. I was doing a screenplay of a Big Mouth episode. So I rewatched it all a good few times. And I was kind of going through it. And I was like, this guy, he has, he's a, he's a good, he's a good dude. Well, he's not. Mm. He's really annoying. But I think we all need a he's tiny bit. He's just doing of, his job. Yeah. He, as, as the <laughs> thing that he is, he's good at it. I mean, he's very cool. Mm. 
I mean, like someone has to do with a little. He's a thing. wizard. To keep everyone in balance. Class. But um, he. I love how he's voiced by Professor Lupin as well from Harry Potter. Is he really? I didn't cop that. That's yeah. class. Yeah, and Professor Lupin is a wizard. It all makes sense. It all but, adds uh, up. I was the same. I was a bit like, you're scary. You're really resonating with me. And yeah, like, that was it. Like literally everything coming out of your mouth is just really speaking the truth. That's and probably why I hate then, him so much because he was just being honest. Yeah. And I was like, no, too much. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was an episode where it like goes into his background and like he yeah. had like a troubled relationship with his wife and his son. And, yeah. and wasn't there a moment where they overcame him and were like, we're not ashamed yeah. anymore. And then they all started fucking riding each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or essentially. <laughs> <laughs> I was here for that. I was in the oh, back and I was like, yeah, go for it, lads. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, who do you think your hormone monster would be? If you like, who's your hormone oh, monster? God. Maury, Connie, Mona. I don't know. I don't know. I think mine yeah. would be like, there's definitely two sides. I wouldn't say and pick one of those because I think there's a thing about them being quite American. Whereas I think half of my home oh, monster yeah. is definitely a Catholic nun. And she's sitting there and she's like, <laughs> just fucking keep your hands <laughs> to yourself there, Misha. And I'm just like, pal, come on. Come on out of that. No, that would be your shame wizard. I don't know. Yeah, well, if so, the shame wizard and the hormone monster are married and happily living together in my brain. <laughs> I have a few kids as well Your hormone monster needs to be off The shame wizard nun I know basically. But I'm worried the old Catholic oppression Has made them Has made them into one Do you know What about Aww. you Tell me all I I think it might be Maury Yes <laughs> Just cause he's got like Like Connie Like really knows what she's doing And she's got a lot of aggression about yeah. her Yeah like, remember when, like, she first started working with Jesse? Mm-hmm. Like, she was like, we're going to rob chemists. Yeah. Whereas, like... <laughs> yeah. Sexy red bra is a really good song off you're the gonna, album. You're going to... Yeah. I love that song. You're going to wear a sexy red bra to school and you're going to tell your mom that you hate her and you're going to make her cry. Yeah, there's a lot going And on. that just wasn't really me. No, we're not here for that. I just kind of... I think I lived in my head a lot more when I was that age. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of like Maury and Andrew. Like, all that kind of goes on in his head. Yeah. And, um... Maury is Matthew's hormone monster as well love Matthew and like that kind like it lives in his head a little bit Mm -hmm. more as well Um, but then Mona Mona really interests me because she's like really like saucy she's kind of low key she's quiet she's saucy she's sassy and I think she'd be really good for Missy when Missy like kind of continues to grow a little bit more I loved Missy's growth in season 4 yes yes I loved it too Mm. yay and her cool cousins and her cornrows. And she just really like started discovering herself and it was really cool. Mm-hmm. It was a really interesting like angle that they took. Absolutely. Yeah. Yay. I really hoped her and Devon do you think her and Devon will get together? Like, I was kinda to hoping. Kind of Is he Devon or Devon? Mm. And then the girlfriend Devon makes him Oh yeah, call the girlfriend's Devon. I think he's ooh, He's Devon. Devon. And she's like, No, you have to be Devon, so we're both Devon. Yeah, I was I was also <gasps> delighted with his growth. I was like, Yes, I'm here for you, my dude. Mm. Yes. And I thought that was, do you remember that song about him having a dial on his arm? Yes. So he switches up his behaviour depending on who he's, yes. a, who he's around. Mm. That was so deep. Yeah, it really was. And it was something that I wasn't, it's something that hadn't kind of popped into my brain for a while. And I was like, oh my God, I need to realise this happens more and be more aware and open yeah. to it and more understanding. And I was like, yes, put it in a song. Get, get to me through musicals. Thank you. 
the writers are geniuses because like whatever about season one and two mm. like that was just kind of like general like hormones puberty but now they're really like expanding it into like the trans world and like yes Black Lives i was Matter here for world. the trans character yay i can't remember the name yes, i'm sorry but too. i was like this is great this is really important i can't remember their name either but i was devastated when jesse and them had to part after camp yeah. I was like, and they were crying and they were like i'll write to you every six months yeah. i was like me too yeah and then they're like and then it'll eventually fade away and i was like yeah that's it <laughs> my favorite part in season four was when <laughs> jesse and um the trans character can't remember their name sorry and um, they were going through everyone's luggage to find tampons yeah and uh, they got like the small ones first and it, they were like little fucking lilettes, like they wouldn't have done nothing. And obviously the writers had to characterise the tampons. Personifying like, the tampons, so it was dainty. so funny. And then the big ones were like these tough men. Like, we're so dainty. Yeah, yeah we're going to rip about your badge. Yeah. <laughs> and then the medium, the good ale regular tampons, which are my go-to. Yeah. They're we're, perfect. We're in the um, they were just like, "Hey, I'm Mark, and I'm totally stoked to be riding your cr- or your crimson wave." And I was like, "Thank you, Mark. I need you. <laughs> thank you, friend. You're doing the job. Yeah, thank you." Um, I think my favorite character might be Jessie's vagina. She's also solid. Yeah, solid. She's just so kooky. <laughs> She's like, "Hey, girl, what's going what's on?" And when the when the tampon Mark was talking, she was like, "Oh, hey, Mark, how's it going?" Yeah. And she like coughed out some blood. <laughs> yeah. When she sneezed and all the blood came out, I was like, "Yep, yep, yep." <laughs> That's it. That's yep. it. I think my favorite quote from the whole show is when the vagina is first introduced, yeah. and she's like, "Hey, girl, how's it going?" And she's like showing Jesse around the vagina, <laughs> and she's like, "These are your labia, or some people called it your vulva, but it like." Don't get caught up on that. It's like when people say, it's not Prosecco, it's champagne. It's like, shut up, nerd. I'm just trying to get drunk. <laughs> yeah. I still know the quote off by heart. It was my favourite quote. Ever. That's class. <laughs> Hi, for my audition yeah, today, I'll brilliant. be doing Jessie's labia. Jessie's vagina. <laughs> um, I had something else to say about it. Yeah, I really wish... That I had watched this as a teenager. Me too. I think um, it really like it's still helpful helped. now. Yeah, I'm still learning. Like, things, I think it's, but... it's helpful now. Um, but like it would have been so much more helpful than fucking Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging. Yeah, that's a load of bullshit. That didn't help me at all. No, such bullshit. What other unhelpful films were there when we were teenagers? Mean Girls. The one they showed me in mean sixth. Girls had something well, come on. To say. The Catholic sex video in sixth class wasn't helpful. Get rid of that. I can't remember what that. They was should have like. played Big Mouth instead. Yeah, literally, Big Mouth has taught me so much more. Even now, I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. Do you know, because they're representing, like, so many people's, like, stories and struggles. And Matthew's story, was it in season four? Yeah, when he came out to his parents? Yeah, and his mammy was having none of it, but oh then it was God. all okay. But then the dad was, like, perfectly fine with it. Yeah. He was like, I brought you to tap dancing classes, honey, I know. Right, I'm about to tell you a little story about a rodent. Ooh. Ooh. Settle down, children. So, this all began a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, it, happened, it started in, like, fucking November. Like, do you remember me talking about it back then? Yeah, because I had rats in like, my... Or rats or mice in my house at the time as well. It's just the winter, like, but... Yeah. Anyway, yours is a saga. It's the winter. They're coming in from the cold. 
They're starting college. They need accommodation. They're squatting in your attic and they go home to mommy and daddy rat at the weekends. Because I don't really hear them at the weekends for some reason. They're gone home. You're right. Um, Yeah. And this fella... Now, at first I thought, right, mouse. You know, a little skitter-scatter, mm-hmm. skitter-scatter, pat-pat-pat, pat-pat-pat, whatever. But then either he was growing bigger or he was bringing his bigger friends around. Because all of a sudden it sounded like a fucking horse in my roof <laughs> right above my bedroom gaff door party. I heard him above the living room literal gaff party literal techno rat techno mm-hmm. they had their bucket hats and fucking yokes and all this and it was just <laughs> keeping me up at night and he'd be so loud like across the ceiling up and down the walls so fucking loud he'd wake me up in the middle of the night I hear and now don't be looking at me queer thinking I didn't do anything, okay? We had rat poison. We had rat traps. We had mouse traps. We had those little plugs in the walls set to rodent to give off the noise yeah. that they don't like to make them fuck off. Did they fuck off? No. no. Still there. And so there is a few months of this and I think I just adjusted. I think, and I think I actually started to grow a little bit fond of them. I was like, ha, you're still there. You strong motherfucker. How are you, you kind of have to admire it eating? a bit. Like you have to kind of say, okay, fair play, lad. The stubbornness. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the, the attic was littered with booby traps. Like fucking lasers and fucking trap doors. It was a spy movie and, and he I, had to bop through the lasers to get to college. It was a spy movie. Cool. I set up the place as a spy movie and still he didn't die. But um, no, he was still raving away upstairs anyways. Getting bigger, getting louder, waking me up in the middle of the night. And I'd be doing a self-tape in my room. And mm-hmm. sometimes if I like holler and like stamp and like throw books around, he'd like shut up for a little bit because he gets spooked. And he'd be like, okay, Molly's acting. I better so. be quiet. <laughs> so anytime I was going to go take a take, I'd have to be like, Bleh! and fucking storm around the place. <laughs> and then he'd be quiet for like two minutes, which was all I needed. Yeah. Um, yeah, gas, cunt all together. And the boys came home for Christmas time. <laughs> and... They were strong enough to like lift, like chin up themselves up into the attic. And I, I don't have the upper body strength to do no, that. No, thank you. I'm working on it. And um, they looked around in there and uh, poor Matt nearly split his head open on a beam. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they couldn't. They found a bit of poo <gasps> and it was rat poo. So like that was one box ticked. It's definitely a rat. Not a horse. And not a, not a horse or a mouse or anything else. <laughs> and yeah they just put down a few more traps and a bit more poison and like I've heard a few scuffles here and there but nothing as major as it was back in the day like I think he's I think he's on an extent maybe he's doing college from home yeah he could be he has his little laptop out yeah. and he's on the Zoom yeah I think he comes into the library the odd time sometimes but I don't like I don't really notice the scuffles anymore because I'm not listening out for them do you know what I'm mm-hmm. away maybe you're just used to them that you don't hear it anymore maybe that's it yeah but um we have a rat man. Rat man. He's come a couple of times. Oh, that was lovely. Did you put like a little bit of vibrato in there? You were like, rat man. It was beautiful. Oh, thank you. I don't know. <laughs> she bougie. Are we ready to, are we going to record a Oh song? my God. Are we like, are you giving me some musical vibes? Rat here? man, the musical coming soon. Honestly. Um, yeah, he's come a couple of times. He, he lay down like the mama of all traps for him. Oh. And a uh, man kept saying, Will you just stick your head up and check if the, the rat is in the trap? Will you just look up? And I was like, No. no. <laughs> Absolutely. So one not. day, one day I came to a conclusion, right, 
I'm going to stick up my phone and take a picture. Okay. And then you can look at the photo because I don't want any fucking. Very brave to be sticking a hand up there. Fair play to you. Mm. Yeah, gave me gave me the absolute heebie-jeebies, and we did that, and the trap is clean. <gasps> not not it's a not wizard rat. It must be. It must be a ghost. I don't. Well, if you can hear him, though, that's the thing. Like, and if he pooped, bring it back to yeah. If he pooped, ghosts don't ghost poop, poop, Molly. Bring it. <laughs> ghosts don't poop. Do they? I don't know. Are you sure you don't know that? I don't, but it would be strange. It would be so strange to be a ghost and to never poo. I'd hate that. But do they eat? What do ghosts eat? I feel like there's a bad Halloween joke coming, but I don't have an answer. <laughs> they eat spooky no, something. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep that one ready for Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was bringing it back to Big Mouth. Imagine if it was like a fucking soul singer in my yeah, life. Yeah. Like, That'd be nice. Actually... My um my granny and my uncle back in the day when they lived in this house they like wrote a little um note in that attic on the wall just like Peggy and Michael were That's here cute. In the year fifty eight or whatever and um they and then like I think one of them was messing mm-hmm. and was like Elvis Presley was here alive and well <laughs> year fifty eight cool. and I think Elvis Presley died in like sixty four something yeah, yeah, yeah. so like why were they messing being like you know he's alive and well in fifty eight like what were they what were they getting at there maybe they were just messing but it didn't stop me from thinking maybe Elvis is the soul is the singer in my attic that he could give me some life advice wow <laughs> I mean if you're gonna get life advice off anyone it should be Elvis or Oprah. Oh, his but I would his life advice would be so sexist though, wouldn't it? Yeah, actually, I've seen a lot of his films. You just gotta shake it, baby. Yeah, and you'd be like, "I'm having trouble with my partner. I'm having trouble with my family. Suspicious mind." No, we should walk away. We should walk away. <laughs> but he could bring me to the ghost parties, and I can hang out with all the celebs from back. You could then. ask him, "Does he poop? Does Ghost Elvis poop?" Yeah, that that, that that's obviously the first thing. I, wanna I ask. mean, that's the first question you gotta you gotta ask him. I mean, if it's mm. anyone, you gotta say, "Listen, do you poop?" And Elvis is like, "What? <laughs> Pardon." Anyways, tell me about your rat. They, my house is quite old, and they just like to scurry mm. up and down the walls. Come here! It doesn't matter if the house is old or new. There's rats in every gap. Oh, this is true. Yeah, this is the, yeah. they've stopped actually, but I'd be studying, and they'd be like up and down right in front of my desk in the walls, and I'm like, lads, lads. I think they're gone now because it would have been around the time when the dogs were quite young, and maybe their smell wasn't in the house properly, but I think the rats or the mm, mice yeah. or whatever have got the smell of the two big fuck-off Dobermans and said, right, we're out. And they're a bit like, good luck, yeah. yeah. That's it. Because mm. Stevie was acting a bit weird for a little while. Like, she was just a bit on edge. She would just, like, she'd be chilling, sleeping, deep in thought, and then she'd just fucking lep up and meow and mm-hmm. run around the gaff. Um, so I was thinking maybe she was catching the scent of the rat. Yeah. Maybe she was like, aha, Elvis is here. And Elvis was like, pal, <laughs> I'm all right. Because um, we were thinking, will we throw Stevie into the attic for a while and let her sort oh, it Jesus. out? But we've already got the poison up there now. Would you, would you just throw, I could just picture you throwing her up there and she's like, Jesus, lads, what's going on here? <laughs> I was asleep. <laughs> oh, God love her. But um, no, the poison's already up there, you see. And we sort of put the poison down before we thought, oh, Stevie might be able to do something. Leave her, out, like, leave her out god love her do you know like I don't think Stevie would eat it because it's like little dried pe- pieces of pasta and she's very fussy okay but like the day we put Stevie up there could be the day that the rat decides to take a bite of the poison and if Stevie would eat the rat whole like she loves rats and you know the r- poison would be in the rat and then 
dead rat, dead cat. You know, I'm also, but the thing is, then what if she, it was like a Spider Man situation and Stevie ate the yeah. rat and then suddenly she was a reincarnation of Elvis? Wow. Oh, I wouldn't really like that. I wouldn't really like that. She'd just be running all over the gaff with a little jacket just be on. Running up and down the walls. A white jacket with a big collar, <laughs> like that. Uh-huh. Close. <laughs> oh, now I've got an image of Stevie sorry. in an Elvis jacket. Not sorry. <laughs> no, it's lovely. It's lovely. <laughs> We have to get her little outfit for Halloween. That'd be so cute. Oh, oh, she'd fucking go mad. She she didn't even like last that long with a bell. Oh god. We had a little uh, bell collar on her, <laughs> and just it was on her a day, and she came back one day from her escapades outside, and it was gone. She's like, no, fuck that. And we're like, how? You can't chain how? me. <laughs> you can't put a bell on me. Honestly, yeah. Uh, it was for the boardings because she's mad for it in the boardings. Stuff we don't get. Oh my god, my life is full we of stuff I don't get. I don't, oh, so many things you had one about girls peeing. yes tell me about that okay so I am an introvert full stop we all know but one of the things I wouldn't have gone out much as a teenager and maybe more so in my adult life but one of the things that was never brought up and explained to me I like things to be explained to me before they happen sometimes it helps in my anxiety but America explain <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> That's very old 2017 yeah, but, uh, As soon as you said it, like, yep, get it. <laughs> it's essentially vintage. Yep. <laughs> anyway, one thing that I never understood was I would be out with the girls and we'd be in the nightclub and I'd be like, I have to pee. I'm off to pee. And they'd be like, oh, I'll come with you. And I'm like, why? So I think, oh, they're just going to go to the bathroom with me. And I'm there in the cubicle and they fucking follow me in. I'm like, lads, there's loads free. Why? Why? <laughs> or another girl would be like, I'm going to the bathroom when you come with me. And of course I'd go with them, but I'd stand outside the cubicle and just be on my phone and they're like, you're not coming in. I'm like, am yeah. I? Because in an or- like, say if I was in the shopping centre with my mum, we'd have separate cubicles. Yeah. Why is it when it's dark outside and there's loud music that we all have to pee together? What the fuck? <laughs> like- to be honest, okay, you make a very good argument. Because um, I, I was ready to counter, you know, and explain. No, because sometimes I have bit, great crack with the other girls. Because you'd be absolutely hammered. Yeah. And like, I'd be in my leather trousers trying to get them off. And then we'd be having the fucking crack. And some of my fondest yeah. memories. The more hammered you are, yeah. the more acceptable it is, it is. obviously. Yeah. yeah, but I just, my first few times um, going out, I was like, this is a bit mad. But now it's fucking gas crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. It can be a bit like, especially... Like peeing can be a bit private. I, th- I think so, out, especially if you're on your period. It's like don't fucking look. Yeah, sometimes you just um, want to be. On so your you have own to pee in that awkward way that you have to like hide your groin. God area forbid anyone peeing. knew you had bits. Um, like, I, <laughs> honestly, um, I think in my experience, like you know, the girlos coming into the cubicle or me going into the cubicle with girlos, it's, it's a sense of like. Come here, we're away from the boys, we're away from all the noise. Now we can have a good proper guts. <laughs> yeah, while you're on you the know, like Exactly. And uh it's a sense of like, you know, we trust each other. Yeah. So let's, you know, like sit down here for a little while in this small space and have like a really hyper like mad. Where chat. did you get your knickers? And, um, <laughs> I know. And you know, if you're very drunk and you know, you might be a bit vulnerable, a bit wobbly, like they could help you. Yeah. Like fucking get the bodysuit off. Yeah. And, like, make sure you stand up and wipe yourself properly and all that. Um, and it's also a sense of, like, you know, you don't want to lose them. Oh, no, no, I get that. You know, yeah. you don't want to stay together. So, so, like, you know, they could wait outside the cubicle for you, but, like, they might get wished off or they might, you know, you might come out and you might start getting the double vision and you might be like, where's Chloe? <laughs> Where's she going? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, she's after leaving me. Oh, my God. I oh, don't have any credit on my phone. Sorry. <laughs> 
I'm starting to make a scene now. Um, I miss, I miss nights out so much. I say it to my mom probably every Friday evening. She's probably sick of me saying it. I just want to go to the pub. Nothing's really changed from my normal staying in, going out routine. But now I'm just like, get me Mm. to the George. Get me to the fucking George. Girls' bathrooms on a night out. Can we chat about that? What's that all about? It's a minefield. (gasps) Beautiful, again, beautiful the first place. thing I wasn't really used to, like say in the daytime, again, I'm going to use a shopping center. If I was at a, at a sink, wash my hands, nobody really chats to you. If you're at a sink at a nightclub, mm. all the girls want to chat. And I mm. I am a socially anxious person. So if somebody starts chatting to me saying, here's, um, you know, here's my boyfriend, what do you think? Or like, show me pictures of their dog straight away. Obviously, I'm like, show me your dogs. Yeah. But I get a bit startled because I don't know this girl's <laughs> name. And all of a sudden she's like, where did you get your shoes? And I'm just like, what? <laughs> Who are you? Gas. I know. It's a lovely sense of communal camaraderie like, excitement yeah. and just like everyone like hyping each other up. And then you're like, oh my God, we should be best friends and we should meet up sometime. And then you never see them again. It's lovely. Yeah. It's a nice, like a <laughs> nice two a minute contract like, where like, we're going to be best friends for two minutes yeah. and then I'm just going to let you live your life. See you later. Mind yourself. And it gives you so much power. Like I often find when I'm coming out of the girls' bathroom after having a lovely moment like that, mm-hmm. like, I'm just I'm kind of, I kind of like strut a little bit like Beyonce yeah. and I've kind of got like a little bit of a yeah you're like do don't know, fuck like with a, me yeah like a a bitch face on and just like strutting up to the bar and I'm just like don't need no man and um, then you see them again on the dance floor do you ever find that like you go you yeah. go away for an hour and then you see them on the dance floor and like this is my best friend I'm like oh my god yes <laughs> I don't know you yeah. <laughs> I know this lady's dog exactly. class I kind of like the temper <laughs> I kind of like how it's temporary though like you don't have to like there's no pressure there to build that friendship and to like you know, no, go no. through them through their, go with them through their ups and downs. It's just like you you're not their bridesmaid, moment, like and you're gonna leave it there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, like I had so many good memories with. Oh my god, I've been may. It's just coming back to me now. I think I was in the bathrooms of Wheelands, and I think I was with Zara actually. Class. Um, oh, Zara, a good time. Touch, if you remember, we must we must find this woman. So she was like. She wasn't like one of the young hyper girls. She was kind of okay. like a cool, calm, collected lady. Love it. And she was she was Canadian, so I can't do like a great Canadian accent, but let's just say this is Canadian. And she's like, and I was taking a video of her because mm-hmm. I was obviously like, oh my god, that's amazing! Can I take a video of that? And she was like, yeah, go on. And I was taking a video of her. She was like, and so I'm Canadian, but you're how you love. And she just gave me the most convincing Irish accent oh ever. I was god. like, boo, the fucking bus, because not a lot of people can do that. Yeah, not a lot of people can do that, but you can. That's maybe she was and putting on a Canadian accent the whole time, and she was actually Irish. Maybe she was Inception. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> and I was there like, "Wow, wow. you're so convincing!" Wow, <laughs> it was a fairly shy Canadian accent because you're hammered. You're like, "Yeah, she's Canadian, yeah. class." <laughs> I don't know her in the moment. I'm sure she was very talented. Can I can I talk to you about something that I merely don't understand, and it also relates to nights out? Of course. Go on angry sigh um why don't people wear their coats Misha well yeah why don't they why don't they try and stay a bit warm now don't get me started straight white lads not wearing whose mammies are letting them out without their coats (laughs) now Jesus I would be guilty as well of being like ma I'm not wearing it doesn't go with the outfit or my denim jacket it's cool yeah Yeah, yeah. exactly she'd be like put this on on." I would wear a denim jacket or a leather Um, jacket to be honest and it was not the warmest thing but sometimes it is for the outfit like once I have a jacket on me I don't feel too bad but the thing is if you're dancing for an hour the jacket's Mm. on the arm like you're not going to be But yeah, and it's fucking two euro for a cloakroom. This is it. But you wouldn't have a big fleecy winter coat on, you know. It wouldn't be an owl, you know. No, no, you wouldn't. But I wish it was a bit more socially acceptable yeah. to have your 
your big winter coat on you. Now, some of the girls are rocking it with the fur coats. Oh, I'd be a fur coat woman, actually. Yeah, that's my vibe. Yeah. yeah. I have a few, so I'd be like, yeah, yeah that's what I'd wear. That's lovely. But what I'm more so annoyed about is, and as I'm saying this, I can see my, my breath fogging up the air. It's so cold. Lads just not wearing a fucking jacket when they go are out. Are you cold, boys? Are you all right? They are, but they're passing it off that they're not. And I can see the goose pimples from a mile away. They're like. too cool for coats. I know, and it's just, oh. Okay, moving on to something relatively related but different. Go on. Why isn't it more socially accepted for lads to have bags? Yeah. Like a man bag. Or like, do they not? Where do like, go? You know, but they have big pockets. They're like a shoulder bag. Lads, jean pockets go on forever, and we have fuck all space. The amount of times I've heard, can you can you put my yeah. keys in your handbag, man? Yeah. Can you just can you can you can you put my phone in there? And I'm like, <laughs> no. I'm not carrying like I'm br- I bring as small a bag have, as I can like, anyway just like you know a little yeah. small one but like I don't have room for fucking spare change you know? and like every inch every square inch of space in that handbag is assigned to phone keys lipstick is lined up brush, with the phone they're all coordinated the together yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's Tetris and when I'm fucking Tetris is hammered right. I don't want to be I don't want to be ripping out my phone and fucking taking your wallet and keys with it I don't think so Absolutely not. And then there's the pressure no, of like, I wish it was you have to go and see that person again. Like, say if somebody, like, will you mind my wallet? I'm like, yeah, but I'm going to have to see yeah. you in a few hours to hand it back to you. Or every time oh, you go like, for a drink, yeah. you're going to be like, where's my wallet? And I'd be like, oh my God, leave me alone. Go away. You're giving me a job. Oh yeah, I'm having a, a night out. Don't give me a job. You're not paying me. Fuck off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now I will say like, back in the, like, I, it's just coming back to me now when I was pure young, um, I wouldn't bring a bag at all. And I'd carry me purse and phone in me hand. Okay. And that was silly. <laughs> that I, I was do, really I do like a clutch silly. or something that could be even, like I just some of the wallets I'd have would be quite yeah. big that my phone would fit into the wallet, and it's more of just something that you can fit in your hand. But yeah, and I also the lads on I'm Grandman podcast brought this up, and I'd just like to echo it for a second. Love you, lads. Why is it that? Why is it that when a lad has a spot or if he blushes? It's less socially acceptable for him to wear a bit of concealer or a bit of like green foundation yeah. or just like a little something to cover that up. Go for it. Do you know, like, regard, like, you know, it's not full drag that I'm talking about. Literally just concealer. Yeah, a tiny bit. For a BB cream. Cis males, straight male, males, whatever. Like, why isn't that like more of a thing? Like, why do they have to suffer the spots? And not that soft spots are like, you know, sufferable. Like, everyone has them. It's fine. But like, they should. Like allow themselves to feel like confident and feel like oh I can because people on fucking TV wear makeup yeah lads on TV wear makeup no matter gender yeah yeah that's the thing but then I would also say like my acne is not cute right now I have a bit of BB cream on that's fine but some days I'm just like sometimes I got a spot on my cheek and it's actually really cute like isn't that a nice spot and I'm like fuck I'm just gonna wear this spot out and enjoy it so I would also be on the team of be like wear your acne it's cool it's not cool it's really annoying I get it but I also yeah. I would also I'd be on both sides of the fence to say pro like mm. pro having it out there live your life i wouldn't judge yeah. somebody on their skin i would i'm a big advocate for skincare so but even i know some mm. people who have bad acne who really 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 mind their skin and they're like this is just the way my skin is and i'm yeah. like cool but then makeup can be seen as quite feminine so there could be a boy putting on a bit of concealer and dad's be like why the fuck you wear makeup mm. yeah but that's the thing i wish it wasn't like we're theater people and we're i think that... it, like, that's the thing yeah, I think they've come out with this like makeup for men and they called it war paint. yeah I saw that and I was like how fragile is masculinity that you have to call a bit yeah, of concealer like ooh war paint yeah even though like when I'm at, when I do my concealer it is war paint. and I like dot it around my face the lines yeah I'm the same <laughs> the lads would be like oh you're putting on your war like, paint like dead fucking right am 
I'm going out to fucking battle. But um, <laughs> like that. yeah, no, lads, do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, but then there should be like things to help men. Like they might not know how to match a color to their skin. Like let me come here. Let me help you out. We are alright. Or like men's skin care. Like where guy is liner. That? Like where's oh, the... I love a bit eyeliner. Love that. I've seen that lately. Nothing my friends wrong with that. love it. Do an old smoky eye. I will show mm. you. You can borrow my eyeliner. Take it from my bag. No problem. No problem. It's all yours. Have it forever. It was twenty euros, but you can keep it. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's really attractive. Now, not being like this is attractive and this isn't, but I think it's really cool when a lad like throws on a bit of makeup and just be like, you know, like or put on a bit of nail polish or something. I'm here for the black like, nail varnish trend. I, I really am. I am. Yeah. It's. It's. I'd see yeah. it a lot of my friends, it, and I, I appreciate. I appreciate all of you guys. I love you, but it's cool. I, I like it, it really brings me back to my emo days as well. Yeah. It's very nostalgic, and it can be even subtle, like even just like a tiny little bit of a smoky eye on the bottom, the bottom lid, and I'm just like, I see you. I saw you putting mm. an effort. Or big chunky rings. I think that's really cool. That's coming in. Yeah, love the style. Yeah, like I just, I think it's kind of hot. I I, I know like they're embracing it. like femininity. Yeah, it's cool. Because sometimes I want to yeah. wear big heavy chains and do things that are quite masculine. So why can't why can't why can't boys do it too or non-binary people? Oh, Meet in the middle. Whatever uh, you are, you're welcome. That that's reminding me now of. Uh, do you remember I was telling you about my drunk leech Amanda? Yeah. <laughs> she was a terror. I'm not going to name any names, but and I have a lot of aunties, so you're never going to find out who it is. But um, I was wearing I was wearing my jewels, Lovely. and I was wearing one on my thumb, and it's just a big ring. Yeah. Like it only fits on my thumb. And she was like, "Oh my god, do you know that's a sign of arrogance?" Do you know it's a sign of arrogance to be wearing a ring on your tongue? And I was just like, oh, really? Okay. Best behaviour. You had too much to drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here now. It was gas. Uh, so wear your rings and whatever fucking... Put them on your toe toes you if that's comfy for you. I mean, wearing shoes, that'd what? be a bit of a tricky thing. But sure, like, A toe ring would be a bit mad. Toe rings make me a bit uncomfortable, I won't lie. Like, I've seen them on Wish or stuff like that, and they just make me feel a bit weird. That's just me. Come here, the wish ads. What are your wish ads like? They're all over the shop. Oh my god. Like mm, stuff mm. I never thought I needed. Like, but there's always these weird little plastic devices and there's no description of what they are. Yeah. And I'm like, what is like is it a pencil sharpener? Like, what is it? Do you know what I mean? Like I'd some of the scary stuff. I wouldn't click on them, but like it's just like what is that contraption for? <laughs> are people okay? Like and they have little spikes the on them world and stuff. Of wish? Oh my god, I don't know. Like, is it Argos? I'd suppose you'd say it's a huge universal Argos. Yeah, but the stuff isn't great. Like AliExpress, really I crappy shit. Yeah, like AliExpress is a little bit better. That takes about three months to come. Yeah, like I would have spent like a euro or two to get like little Pepe meme badges and stuff like that when I was like seventeen. <laughs> but that was just a bit of crack. Yeah, I'd use it for stuff like that like years ago. But Wish is just Wish is different. It's the dark side of the brain. It's chaotic. Yeah. It, yeah it really is a dark side it doesn't doesn't make any sense sometimes I'm looking at the ads and I'm like are you trying to make me laugh yeah are you selling jokes like because <laughs> it's working um, oh another thing I don't get give it to me how so like okay I have two but they're kind maybe they're related vision I don't understand how our eyes can see things I know there's scientific explanation but isn't it mad that your eye looking at something makes a picture in your brain I think that's mad I love it do you know what I love about eyes mm-hmm. And I learned about this when we were learning um, screen acting in college. Um, he, like, Vinny was explaining to us, like, the lens and how, like, the camera works, basically. Mm-hmm. And it was just jogging my memory of learning about the eye in biology. Oh, they're very and similar. I was like, oh, my God, it literally, it literally works like a robot it's eye. Literally, no, like, that's yeah. what lenses are. 
electronic eyes, pretty much. The lens are inspired by the eyes. Can you talk to me about how you feel about like looking into the camera? So like actors looking into the camera. In some ways, I really like it. And some ways, I'm just mm. it, give, it depends. It depends on the production style. So something like Clockwork Orange, the first scene, and something that's mm. definitely in my thesis. And the stuff I'll explain my thesis before I explain this. It'll because then you'll know know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so my thesis do, 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 do. is focusing on attentional synchrony. Ooh, what's that, kids? Well, you're going to learn today. Say it again. Attentional synchrony. Stunning. Okay. So what that's all about is the science boys and girls. Yeah, it'd be a really cool band. <laughs> They'd have like eyes on their t-shirts. It'd be class. So attentional synchrony. These scientist boys and, and women, love to see it, um, have said that 80% of viewers' eyes go to the same spot on the screen. Because most of the time in the cinema, say, the screen is too big for our eyes to take it all in. So we pick a point mm. and we, we run with that. And that's the same with TV and a lot of the stuff. So I was like, why? What's this 80%? What are we all looking at? And most of the time, it's in the center of the screen. It's either a human face, something colorful, it's or something boobs. that's moving. It's Sorry. boobs. It's titties. It is. Something that's <laughs> going to grab your attention. Something that's designed to grab your attention. <laughs> like boobies. You know, it's fine. Or it could be a cool dog, or it could be a person. It could be a face. So say the opening of Clockwork Orange is your man sitting in the center of the screen staring directly at the camera. You can't help but look at him because he's so interesting. Or who else is there? Like, God, there's so many films. Or say like an old Fred Astaire musical. You're looking at him because he's dancing left and around the place. You know, yeah. so it's, it's always stuff that's made to get your attention. And that's what actors are doing. So say even, I don't know if you notice in like film or even theatre, it's so revolved around symmetry. So you could be like, they could have yeah. the camera on you when your face is in the middle of the shot. That's to get attention. So people are looking at you while you're speaking or say in a scene where two people are talking. Most of the time, the people are in the center of the screen or the 180 degree rule for when two people are talking to each other. That's another thing. But um, it, the faces are lined up so your brain can make most of the sense of the conversation while seeing the people and you can lip read. So people need to be most of the time in the center of the screen because it aids people being able to keep up with the story. Because you're not yeah. searching for like, where did their face go? Where if their face is right in front of you, it makes it easier for you to follow the whole what's going on. Attentional mm. synchrony, friends. Woo! Oh my God. And talk to me about how you feel about actors looking into the camera. I don't mind it if it's done tastefully. I don't mind when it if it's, it's done tastefully. It's done tastefully when... I'm really grilling you now, sorry. No, you're totally fine. I just love um, picking your brain if it's a, if it's an owl, Say, like, it wouldn't work in Star Wars, I don't think. Mm. It wouldn't work in, like, a rom-com unless it's, like... Say, have you seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off? I have. Okay, think about the shower scene where he's about saying, like, life's gonna pass you by, you have to watch out, and the John Lennon quote, and it's class. Yeah, yeah. He's directly talking into the shower. Or talking into the camera in the shower because he's explaining what he's gonna do with his day. So he's having a chat with the audience. Yeah. Whereas if it's, say, you and me are in a scene and we're having a conversation, but the whole time I keep looking into the camera while I'm supposed to be directing my thing at you, that's confusing. Because they're like, why is Misha chatting to Molly, yeah. but she's speaking to us? So if somebody is having a conversation and you're breaking the fourth wall and having a chat with the audience, that's when it's totally okay. Or if it's an artistic, stylistic yeah. choice. Or say if somebody does a gag and somebody says something that's so far from the truth and one actor looks into the camera like, are they having a fucking laugh? Something like that. Like I'm like, office. yes, do it. Yeah, literally like The Office, totally. What do you think? Uh, yeah, there's The Office and Fleabag. And yeah. I don't know, have you seen Fleabag? Do you think it's done well in that? I think so. I think they really use it. That's... It's kind of like office ter territory. It's kind of like she's treating the... I sometimes think, like, I wonder what the director is telling them. Like, are they treating the camera like their best mate? I was just about to say, like, you know, give the it's the audience as if they're your best friend. So say it was you and me, and I was in Fleabag, yeah. and I'd be like, if I was telling this to Molly, I'd be giving her this look. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. That, I love that. Um, and it can be really funny as well, especially, like, you know, Phoebe Waller-Bridge has, like, so much, like, comedic potential with her facial expressions. And, like, you know, there's Jim in the office. Like, it's flawless. Yeah. It's beautiful. Class. 
And then I watched a film recently called Baby Teeth and I've been on to you about watching it. So Ross recommended it to me. It's on Netflix. It's really, really good. Mm. And there's like, it's quite an artistic film in... I feel weird about using the terms artistic films because I think all films are artistic, but it's it's different. Okay, so I get like it. you know, it's got like chapter, it's got like chapter titles, and it's got like kind of you know the dialogue's a bit funny. It's got like strange techniques that you wouldn't see in your everyday like you know Hollywood blockbuster. Eliza Scanlon's in it, and I've is she Irish? I don't know this lady. I am. She, I actually don't know where she's from, but she's Beth in Little Women. Oh, cool. Yeah, and. She she's the main character in this and there's maybe two or three scenes where she looks and spoiler alert, she looks mm-hmm. into the camera and it's not clear why she does it, but she does it in a way that you don't even think she is until you clock. Oh, shit, she's looking into the camera. It's like she might be looking like a little bit to one side of the lens. Yeah. So it's not like boom directly into it. And it's always like very like just low key, like. I don't know. It's you'd have to watch. Yeah, you have yeah, to no, see. I get what you mean. But it's, it's a low. I think what it might be or what might what it might mean is like this is a little private moment of just her, just herself. In her thoughts. Ooh. Yeah, I love when there's like a meaning it's behind something. it, and you're just like, oh, what is she thinking? Because sometimes it can just be well, look at me for a minute. You know, Do you know, maybe it is. But if that's how you read it, then it's mm. a meaning to someone. Art woo. Mm-hmm. Art woo. Mm. Lads, we had an idea because life is a bit mad. So we thought sometimes we would do some shorter little chats and thoughts. So they will be bopping out probably in between the bigger, in quotation marks, normal podcasts. So yeah, sometimes it's with Molly, sometimes it's with myself. These are just us having a chat, a few thoughts. Thinking out loud. Suggestions if you want to hear us. Yeah, it's literally thinking out loud. If there's something you want to talk about to us about if you want to hear more about my vitamin D injection I'll do a full pod on that not a bother the trauma <laughs> or if there's just something you're like well you said that once please talk about it more we totally will very exciting yeah also keep coming in with the book recommendations we got some really oh, nice oh I ones. loved that I got a few yeah. a few arrived from um, the old bookstore online and I was very excited I'm going to get my teeth into them they're going to be class please get in touch if you have any funny like celebrity slash dog breed like aesthetic matching things yes <laughs> I th- we'll try I and do a few. Nicole Kidman would be a cocker spaniel. Okay. Wouldn't she? Yeah, I Red. See it. She's got like a really buttony nose. I think Joe Biden's dog matches him well. Well, he has two, but there's one is his rescue. It's kind of a husky. Oh, yeah. I think that dog really matches him quite well. Oh, yeah. Like a greyish kind of husky. Because he's a greyish This one is black, but it's like, yeah. Oh. And Michael D's dogs don't match him at all, but I'm here for <laughs> <No>. it. <laughs> he should be a little poodle or something. They, and he has these two big Bernese <laughs> Mountain dogs. They're beautiful. Or a little Westie, one now, but actually. Yeah, he's a, a little Westie. Yeah. yeah. yeah Westies cute. or Scotties, I always think they're like little owl fellas. Are you ready for your treat? Are you right? Have you been good boys and girls and non-binaries? I think so. I think so. I think they're ready for their treat. <laughs> Go okay, on, so... so this this song just fills me with so much hope and joy and love yeah. thank you it's all about like looking forward to life after all this and it, life after all this is there and it's gonna be class and it's a fan it's a brother it's a friend it's a big and friend his name is Rue Mew and he's Yay. our biggest critic but also really really helpful thanks Rue Thanks, friend. <laughs> Yay, thank you. Yay. And uh, he wrote this inspired by our last full episode of the two of us together, Madra V and Effa. Listen up so you can get the references. 
and um, you can find him on Bandcamp at bandcamp.com forward slash castle hyphen street I'm going to say that again to you like I'm reading out the depths on Today FM bandcamp.com forward slash castle hyphen street and I'll put that up on the Instagram as well and the Twitter so you can find it there if you're stuck buy his songs support him he's an amazing songwriter and musician and you can find him on Instagram as well where he does loads of covers Rue Mew that's R-U-N-E-W he's me brother and, uh, and he's class he is and he wrote us this gorgeous Yay. song so enjoy it it's really full of hope um, rate us five stars you can rate each episode five stars and that helps more people to find it on Acast chef's kiss can you do it on Spotify can you rate us five stars on Spotify well you, can. you should if, if you can, can you should Please. and Thank if you. you like to infiltrate your podcast listening with your music listening I still think that's weird I know Misha we get most of our listeners there I'm sorry but I think listening to podcasts on Spotify is weird Woo. I do all my listening to podcasts on Spotify so I'm vouching that's for our so Spotify weird. friends. That's so weird. I know. I know. I get it. Love you all. <laughs> I suppose it makes more space on your phone but it's still weird. I know. <laughs> Don't diss the Spotify friends. They're all we have, Molly. Sure. Okay. I know. Um, yeah. <laughs> listen, listen to us there. Follow the Instagram pod page at InFairnessPod. Follow the Twitter. Get on Twitter. Woo. She's new. At in fairness pod. It's the same username for Instagram because why would we change things? Um Are we right? That's it. That's it. Are We're we gonna right? play you out with an old song. Get up. Get up off your seat if you've been sitting because you're gonna need to stand for this one. Get up and dance there, you enjoy the music. Love Two or three trains and half a day These days I wish there was an easier way to see you Cause I miss you Chips in the rain and go away town Had to take away because you can't sit down And it's lashing But I can't stop laughing Life in three dimensions Life in long suspension And I was getting drunk at 2pm in my undies Catching sunbeams Two or three days with my Dublin friends They came on the train and then they went back again And were scattered And I'm seeing a pattern Long time apprehension Now witness my ascension I don't mind Days are far from passing me by The rose and star That's who we are I'm not tired Shame on me if I'm not down twice I'm thumping and drumming There are better times coming Limping through, he looked in my eyes, said, I've got a lot to look forward to. I don't mind the days are far from passing me by the rose and star. That's who we are. I'm not tired. Shame on me if I'm knocked down twice. I'm thumping and drumming. 
There are better times coming Two or three trains and half the day These days I wish there was an easier way to see you Cause I miss you Life in three dimensions Life in long suspension I don't mind The days are far from passing me by The roads and stars That's who we are I'm not tired Shame on me if I'm knocked down twice I'm thumping and drumming There are better times coming